Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. We're going to repeal it and replace it, and and it'll be great health care for much less money. We can have the benefits that were promised to them without any change whatsoever. But if we keep kicking the can down the road, keep digging the hole deeper, burying that deficit more, that's much harder to keep that kind of a commitment. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Uh, Susan's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marsha from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy, just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer, Mr. Brian Prince. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. America's Healthcare Advocate is the show where we separate fact from fiction on the subject of health care and health insurance. What's the truth about the Patient Protection Affordable Care Act? Is there such thing as affordable health care for small business owners? What kind of health care Medicare plan do you or your family need. What are the latest breakthroughs in medical fields, both in pharmacy and other technologies? We talk, we tackle that and all the other issues surrounding these topics each week. So listen and learn as we continue to address your health care and health insurance needs. If you have any specific questions about health insurance or health insurance related issues, You'd like more information on something you hear um, on today's show, uh, please feel free to call our toll-free number, 877-385-2224. That's 877-385-2224. I have guests in studio today, so this is not a live call-in show. This is a, uh, a show that we're doing today live for you on the topic of life insurance. You're going to learn some interesting things today. If you're a business owner, if you're an individual, uh, if you're the breadwinner in the family, we're going to talk talk about what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. We're going to talk about the most economical way to buy this stuff and why you should have it, which uh, a lot of people seem to overlook. So we're going to chat about that today. We're going to have an interesting show. And my guest in studio today is Tom Rome. He is a a licensed agent with Benefits by Design, my company. uh, And he's here to talk to us today about life insurance. Welcome to the show, Tom. Thank you. It's great to have you here. Tom's been doing this for 16 years, so he certainly knows his way around the block. He is our in-house specialist in in life insurance. And by the way, if you don't want to call, if you do call, by the way, there are operators standing by. They'll take your call and your message and information and get it back to us after the show. But if you don't want to call and you want to send me an email, go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Send me an email if you have questions or you hear something today from Tom or myself that you want help with. Feel free to send me an email. We will get back to you after the broadcast. I get a little over 200 of those a day, so I don't answer each one of them the same day. But I do answer each and every one of them. Once again, the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Well, welcome to the show, Tom. It's great to finally get you in studio. Thank you, Carrie. Well, let's talk about this because, you know, I, I could tell you story after story, anecdote. I, I, I have to tell this one story. We had a lady who worked for us at one time, she shall remain nameless, whose husband was retiring uh, from a job and um, he didn't have very small life insurance policy, about $10,000. And I was urging her to get a life insurance policy. 
uh, on her husband, because typically, as you know, women outlive men in this country significantly. So I go to her and I said, you know, you really need, we really need to get you a life insurance policy um, and, and get something in place so that if anything happens to your husband, you're not hung out to dry. So you're going to love this. You're, you'll like this, Brian. So, so she, she goes to her husband and tells her husband she wants him to get a, it was a modest policy, $250,000. You know what the response was? I'm not going to spend money on that. You're just going to get married again anyway. I almost fell. <laughs> I'm seriously. Hmm. That's what he told her. You're just going to get married again anyway. That was one of the most boneheaded <laughs> comments I thought I'd ever heard. You know, and, and let me tell you something. He got the life insurance, Paul, because she was less than happy about that comment. Okay, but the, the point I'm making is that people, men in particular, okay, have a history of not doing this. And uh, you know, if 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 you're the breadwinner, whether man or woman. You have a responsibility to your family. I mean, it's just that simple. You know, I'm 64 years old. The kids are long gone, grown and on their own. One's an attorney. One works for Merrill Lynch. And I've got a million and a half dollars of life insurance. It's term life insurance, part of it and part of its whole life. But I've got a million and a half dollars. Um, so that if anything happens to me, Lori's got a check for a million and a half dollars in her hands within the d- so many days after death certificate. Why is this important for people, and how much should the average wage earner, you know, in other words, your salary is X, how much life insurance should you have, and why is it important to have it, Tom? Well, Kerry, the reason it's important to have it is your income is your biggest asset. If you think about it over the years, if you're 25 years old and you're going to average $50,000 of income uh, over the years, you're going to, over those 40-year periods, you're going to make $2 million dollars. And that is your biggest asset. And you work for a reason, and that's to provide for your family. And life insurance is insuring that biggest asset, which you have. You know, that's funny. I've never heard it explained that way, and that's a great explanation. You're going to make $2 million. So you're insuring the fact that if you're gone, that money doesn't stop flowing. Exactly, exactly. Life insurance is to protect somebody you love. I'm married. uh, Our kids are grown. When our kids were young— my biggest fear was if I die and my wife was a stay-at-home uh, mom, what on earth would she do? So I got as much life insurance as I could get so that she could live the lifestyle that she wanted. She and I talked. She said if I pass away, she still wants to be able to stay home with the kids. That was important to her, so I had enough so that, God forbid, if something happened to me, uh, she'd have enough money. And, and, and that and that goes back to that comment I made earlier. It's the responsibility of that breadwinner. Sometimes it's women that are the breadwinners and the guys are not, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's the responsibility of the breadwinner, man or woman, whoever it is in that family, because if something happens and you don't get – this is the thing. Well, I, I don't, that's not going to happen. How do you know that's not going to happen? We had, a, we had a 22-year-old girl that is, uh, uh, that, that is a friend of our family's who was killed over the July 4th weekend in an automobile accident at 11.50 at night. There was no letter in the mail to the family. It was a tragedy, all right? Mm-hmm. Nobody knew that was going to happen. I mean, you know, I can go through countless stories of people that I have known where that, where that has occurred. It happens. When it happens, what happens to your family? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a function of love. I mean, if you love your family... The responsible thing is to get life insurance. Uh, in my business over the years, I have occasionally met people. I remember I met a business owner, and we were talking about insurance. And he says, you know what? I can't stand my kids. They're spoiled brats. Uh, I, hope, I hope they don't get a cent. 
And I and I uh, well, I just, there you go, folks. There's a different yeah. take on it, isn't it? I, I folded so it, you know, fold le- up. leave it leave it to PETA, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever. But anyway, yeah. and I folded up my briefcase and I said, "Have a good day, sir. Thanks for your time." Because he was telling me he does not care. There's not. There's no point in it. Yeah. Because it's just exactly what you said. The point of having a life insurance policy is to take care of someone or some entity. And we'll talk about some of that when we come back after the break. But it's to take care of someone or some entity that's going to benefit if you die is going to have a benefit sitting there waiting for them. And what do we look at as the typical number that that you should look at from a wage earner standpoint? From my salary is fifty thousand dollars a year. How much life insurance do I buy? I've got a wife and two children. What should I be looking at? Usually, uh, people should get anywhere from ten to fifteen times their income in life insurance. That's what most experts say. Um, I will usually sit down with somebody and ask them a series of questions and find out what their goals and objectives are um, and see where they fall. But usually it's going to be 10 to 15 times their income in life insurance. So you're looking at, in the case of a $50,000 a year income, if that's what your salary is, you're looking at a half a million uh, to $750,000, somewhere around there. Did I do that right in my head? I think I did. You got it. You got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, so you're looking at a half a million to seven fifty. So that's that's what you need to have a sustainable level of income so that that person, and it's not that they're going to draw down on the principal. The idea is to be able to live off what that's going to generate in interest and income to the family, yes? Yes, it's going to, usually they're going to uh, have the option of take the money all at once. Most don't, uh, or they could take an income off of it. It's going to pay the bills. It's going to pay the mortgage, the college education. It's going to do what they want it to do. Life insurance, to me, is not so much a need. It's a want. What, what do you want it to do for you? How do you want the world to be? My, my wife's father died of cancer when he was young, and they had 10 children. Wow. And he had no life insurance. They survived. It wasn't pretty. Uh, they had the struggle. They lived in downtown Omaha. All of them squeezed in one house. They survived. Like I said, it wasn't pretty. But is that what he would have wanted? He wanted one. And how much different would it have been if he would have had, in those days, a quarter of a million dollars of life insurance, whatever the case may be? Oh, huge, huge. My mother-in-law uh, worked two jobs and 10 kids still at home. Okay. Yeah. So it's really, what do you want? And and then and what do you want and what is it going to mean if you don't do something? We're going to come back after the break. We're going to talk about what kind of life insurance should you have? You hear all these commercials about term. You've heard about whole life. You've heard about variable. What makes sense and why? We'll come back after the break and talk more about that. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. You can visit our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Send me an email if you got a question. We'll be back. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. You know, if you've got a question on health insurance, I had a county administrator call me from Illinois a couple of weeks ago uh, wanting to know if we could move their county to a self-funded program. If you've got an issue with health insurance, whether it's self-funded, individual, maybe it's a long-term care thing, or you've got a question on life insurance, you're listening to Tom today and you don't know, 
Give us a call. We're happy to help you. Uh, if we can help you in any way, we're happy to do it. Or go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. The phone number is 877-385-2224. There are operators standing by. They'll take your call, and they'll get back. we'll get back with you after the show. My producer today, the always perfect Mr. Brian Prince, and I am your host, Carrie Hall. All right, coming up in this segment, we're going to continue our conversation with Tom Rome, licensed agent with Benefits by Design. That's our agency, and we're talking about life insurance. So... You know, Tom, the, the airways are bombarded with um, all these companies selling term life insurance. Uh, John, what kind of life insurance can I get today? The commercials, you hear all this stuff on the air. You know, that's okay. I mean, if you want to use that kind of a 1-800 disconnect and call somebody in California or wherever the call center is and, you know, deal with that's fine. But, you know, I'm old school. I want to sit down with the guy. I want to look at him, him or her in the eye, and I want to know if I die, who's going to make sure my wife gets this check? Who's going to make sure that that this gets handled? Um, if if I find out I've got a terminal illness and I want, you know, maybe my policy is going to expire six months into the terminal illness, what what are my options? What I want somebody I can work with, not some one eight hundred number at a call center. So I believe in the agent to you know agent B two B type thing where you're sitting across somebody. But you've got an interesting story on the type of insurance to buy because you hear the ads are all out there for term life insurance but and term life insurance is great it's what i have i have a mix of term and whole but it's not always the right thing and it depends on what you want it to do which is what you said you told an interesting story before we went on the air today about a surgeon who you had talked with a number of years ago tell that story it illustrates what why you may think you know what you want to do but it may not be the right thing yeah exactly uh when it comes to term or whole life or universal life it really matters on the client situation. That's why we try and sit down and find out about this. But um, a uh, resident doctor over at uh, one of the medical centers locally was uh, studying to be an eye surgeon, and he called me up and and says, I want to meet with you about life insurance. I go, great. So I met with him. He says, I'm going to get 50000 a whole life. And he was in a hurry, so he wanted me to get the application going, and it would have cost about $50 a month. So I stopped and I said, well, tell me about your situation here. And ended up, he's married, has two kids, he's from Texas. And he wanted, then he says, let's get the application going. And I kept asking some questions and found out, you know, he's living paycheck to paycheck like most. He's a resident. Residents. He's not yeah. making any money yet. Yeah. So uh, he really wanted me to get the application uh, going. And, and finally, I said, Alan, I think the right thing to do is take that $50 a month and get as much term insurance as it will buy. And it would buy about a half a million at that time. And he insisted, do the whole life, do the whole life. Which wouldn't have been as much insurance. It would have been a lot less face value, death benefit, than buying a term policy. Exactly, exactly. So I said, if you really want a whole life or something similar, when you practice, get out of training fears, you can move your term to a whole life plan. Convert it. Yeah. Right. So uh, he finally uh, caved. And he bought the half a million, wasn't real happy about it. And, but he um, listened to what you were telling him. Yeah. Because you weren't just trying to sell him something. You were trying to fit something that was going to fit his need in with what he wanted to do. You're not trying to jam a square peg down a round hole. Okay, which is, you know, that's, it's maddening to me about, you know, when I hear all these ads on the radio for buy term life insurance. How do you know term life insurance is what you need? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Okay. Mm -hmm. And 30 minutes on a phone with a guy in a call center is not going to tell you whether it is or it isn't. So finish the story. So uh, he called me about six months later after I delivered the policy. And he said, Tom, I I have leukemia. Tragedy. And 
six months after that, he um, he passed away. And but his death benefit was how much money, Tom? Five hundred thousand. Okay, yeah. which he would not have had if if he hadn't listened to you and done what you suggested. And that, and and I I asked Tom to tell a story because I'm trying to illustrate something here to you all. You, you just because you you know it's just like these pharmaceutical ads on television. You know, oh, I need to go take this medication. No, you you walk into a doctor's office and tell them that, and they look at you like, what planet did you just beam in here from? You you know, you may think you know, but maybe you don't know. Maybe there are facts you don't know that would make that determination just like what Tom just told. That wasn't the right—you would have made more money if you would have sold him a whole life policy on a commission basis than on the term life policy. But it wasn't what was right for him, correct? Exactly. Yeah, and that's my point about, look— you want to you want to go buy it off the uh, you know out of a call center that's fine but understand what would have happened in that case they would have sold you that policy because that guy on the other end of that phone was going to make a bigger commission that's not the way you do business that's not the way we do business you there's a relationship here i have the same option on my term policy that i just renewed for another 10 years the one that i have on term which is over a million dollars a little over a million that I can convert that to whole life. And the reason I do that is because if at nine years and eight months I have cancer, I don't give a damn if the premium's $1,000 a month. If I'm going to die, okay, and it's going to leave a million dollars to my wife, I'll pay $1,000 a month, but I have that option. Well, that's something I know because I'm in this business, and it's the same kind of thing you explained to him. You can buy a term policy and you want to convert it to whole life, you can do that. And and those are the kinds of things that you have to be able to sit down and explain. Those are the nuances of how this works, correct? Exactly, exactly. Sit down with the client, find out what their situation is. Everybody's wants and needs are different and, you know, different stages of your life. Uh, things are different. A lot of times I'll meet with people that are, uh, you know, in their 60s. And they You're really, looking at me when you say that. Okay. I just wanted to point that out. Did you see that, Brian? He's looking they, at me. Uh, and they, they realize, you know what, I want to have a policy that's going to be there for a lifetime. You know, they have grandkids, and they start thinking about their church, their school. Um, a legacy. A legacy, yes. They're leaving a legacy. Yeah, so, so for, for them, term may not be the answer because they will outlive the term. They want something to pass on a legacy to their family or to the church or to their school. So it really matters on the client's situation. Sit down, find out their goals, find out their needs, and put a plan together that's going to fit their situation. Right. It's not just about walking and try to sell them something and walk out the door. That's not the way this works. The way it works is you do what's in the best interest of that person, whether it's a young 30-year-old that's got a wife and a child or a young 30-year-old woman who's maybe 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 she's a single mom. And and you know the the husband's deceased or the or they're divorced and they're estranged and it's not working and whatever and she's worried about her child. Well, she can buy a you know a term policy and leave a half a million dollars or whatever it is for her child to take care of college and take care and and maybe that money goes to the grandmother as the beneficiary and she mm-hmm. oversees the estate and makes sure that the money's not you know the kid doesn't at twenty one go out and buy you know a brand new Corvette and wrap it around a tree somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never forget we I had a, a meeting with our attorney and we were talking about setting up the trust for the kids and he said Carrie you don't give them any money until they're thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> you give them a little bit, and you don't give them anything. And I said, Michael, why is it? He said, because they'll go out and buy a brand new Ferrari and wrap it around a tree. So 
So when we come back from the break, we'll talk more about this. and We'll talk about uh, some of the other kinds of insurance and what makes the most sense. Uh, and, and we'll talk a little bit about business owners now and how life insurance can help you as a business owner as well. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Once again, our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Send me an email if you've got a question. Tom will be happy to answer it, or I will. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIA Radio Network, you can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. By the way, if you're in the Virgin Islands and listening to us on our newest affiliate there, yes, we can write your health insurance or your life insurance. Send me an email at americashealthcareadvocate.com. My producer today, Mr. Brian Prince. I'm your host, Gary Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue our conversation with Tom Rome, uh, our life insurance specialist. 16 years of experience in life insurance here at Benefits by Design, our agency. We're talking about all the different things surrounding life insurance. I want, to, I want you to tell a story to illustrate probably the most out-of-the-box thing I have ever heard a life insurance policy used for. And this is, this is this legacy thing. For all of us out there that are chronologically challenged, I'm talking about me, not you. Um, uh, you know, if you're 60-plus and you've got grandchildren like I do and you want a legacy, talk about what your dad did. Your dad was a Northwestern Mutual agent for 63 years. Talk about what he did in your face. This is an amazing story. Yeah, my uh, dad was an agent for 63 years at Northwestern Mutual, and um, I have eight siblings, so there's nine of us. And about 24 years ago, um, all of my siblings were married, and we all lived in different parts of the country. So it was real important for my mom and dad to get us together as a family, so they decided to have a family reunion every two years up in the mountains of Colorado. And they said, you just show up, whether it's by train or horseback, just get there. And it's on them, a nice four-day uh, reunion in the mountains. And my my kids got to know their cousins that way. You know, the bonding that took place over the years, you, you can't put a price tag on. And uh, so we had 10 reunions every other year. And uh, when my father died, and nobody knew this, he had a life insurance policy earmarked to pay for 10 more reunions, so 20 more years of reunions for all of our family to get together. As a matter of fact, uh, I am leaving uh, this July to go to the next reunion. And my daughter, I had dinner with uh, my daughter the uh, other day, and she said, Dad, I would not know my cousins had it not been for the reunion. So he used life insurance as a legacy to, to keep these reunions in the bonding of the family going. Which is a fascinating story. It's a great story, and it's a great illustration of what you can do. He set that up specifically for that purpose. It can't be tampered with by anybody. It can't be changed by anybody. It was set up specifically for that purpose so that your family will continue to enjoy these reunions. And I'm probably guessing there's probably going to be one or two conversations about your dad. Oh, okay, yeah. And what he put together, and, and his memory lives on, as it would, obviously. But at this special time, that, that's an illustration of what you can do. Uh, you know, for, for if you're looking, if you're, the, if you're the one out there that's 60 years old, and you well, I don't need life insurance anymore. No, it's not a question of need. It's what you said earlier. What do you want? 
What do you want to do? What do you want to leave behind? What What are you trying to accomplish? What What is your mark going to be? Are you going to use this for that? Um, th- that's an opportunity, and that's a whole life policy you're talking about now. So talk a little bit about a whole life, because everybody knows what term life is. They should. You die, somebody gets a check. It's pretty simple. It's about as basic as you can make it. You buy a death benefit. Uh, you buy 50, 100, 200, a half a million, whatever it is. When you die, that check goes to your beneficiary. That's it. But ho- whole life is different. Talk a little bit about a whole life. Yeah, term, term insurance, uh, like Carrie said, is it, will, uh, it, it pays when you die. It lasts a certain amount of years. 20 years is common. You have it. You pay for it for 20 years. After 20 years, it's, it's over with. Uh, whole life is a version of permanent insurance. There's also universal life. It simply means it's going to last a lifetime. As long as you pay your premium, it's going to last as long as you do. It does build up cash. It does have some elements of uh, uh, investment-type components within it. But the main purpose is it lasts a lifetime. For example, my father's policy, he died when he was 86. He would have uh, outlived his term insurance. Of course. Yeah. So this this – Lasts as long as he does, and, and there, there, and we're not suggesting this is a retirement vehicle or anything else. Yes, there's cash value attached to it. That you know, if you're interested in that, we'll be happy to explain that to you. Tom will be happy to explain it to you. If you're, you know, from the whole life standpoint, it's it's more about what do you want, how long do you want it to be there, and what do you want it to do when you're gone? What's that death benefit going to be, and what do you want it to do when you're gone? And and so whole life works completely differently uh, than term does. Yeah, and some people have uh, a mixture of term and whole life. I have, I actually do. Well, that's what that's what I have. I have I have a pen life whole life policy, and and then I've got banner life for all of my uh, term policies. That's, that's how I've got it set up. Mm-hmm. I actually had Northwestern Mutual one time, but that was many years ago. But yeah, so so I've got a mix, and that's exactly why I've got a mix. Works the same way. So let's talk. Let's switch gears a little bit. I'm a business owner. I've got a partner, or I've got my kids in the business, or my wife is in my case. My partner is, is my wife, who's senior vice president, runs our marketing and finance for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, key man insurance. Why would I do that? Why? Why? If I die, um, why do I want to have key man insurance either for my partner, my spouse, uh, if she's in the business? Or but let's just say it's two partners. It's two guys or two gals. Mm-hmm. We just had a, a a business a woman. In fact, you're working with them. Uh, they'll go nameless on the air. But uh, where the 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 two partners separated. Um, and now there's a loan to pay off the other partner, so she wants to buy a life insurance policy to ensure that that that, that loan can be paid if something happens to her. So let's talk about key man and why that's important and how to use that as a vehicle to take care of your business and 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 protect the e- each partner. Okay, there there's two kinds of uh, life insurance that we see within a business. One is key man, key person, and one is a buy sell. Uh, key person usually a partner within a business has unique skills uh, that uh, contribute to the revenue of the business. Should that key person pass away, what impact would that have on the business? Uh, Most times, very, very significant impact. Sometimes they're irreplaceable. It will will drain the company, drain the revenue. That would be key person. Doesn't have to be an owner. It could be somebody else in the business. It could be that, the head of your marketing department. Yeah. If he's been there for 10 years or she's been there 10 years and they, they, they have the relationship with all the accounts, that could be a key person for you. Exactly. Another, another version is uh, buy-sell. Uh, if, if I own a business and I own it uh, with Carrie, for example, and, and I die, 
my wife will inherit my portion of the business. And do we want her walking through the door telling us, change the paint, I don't like the secretaries, and fire the receptionist? Exactly. She, she may know nothing about the business, nor have no interest in it whatsoever. Uh, so what a buy-sell, it gets funded with life insurance. The money will come into uh, the beneficiary, and the beneficiary has to, it's an agreement, pay off the surviving owner of the business. And they're out. They're out. So the beneficiary's fine. They're happy from financially. They got the money. The uh, uh, owner, surviving owner's fine, now has outright ownership of the business. We had a very similar situation to this in Wichita. It was a manufacturing firm. It was actually a nephew who was brought in. There was a buy-sell put in place. He died. Very, like a year after the nephew and the buy-sell got put in place, his widow got paid off which she would not have done if they hadn't put this in place, several million dollars, this is a big policy, um, and he and his wife successfully run that company now. So so th- it, this is an important piece for business owners to understand, and it's, a, it's an important piece for peace of mind, and it's an important piece that if something happens to the, one of the two partners or, or in that business, uh, that you're not going to have uh, a war between the surviving spouse and the business partner over who's going to control or run the business. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've I've seen a lot of lot of problems develop oh. because of the, the lack of planning. Yeah, absolutely. And and people consistently put this off. But you know, like I always say, you're not going to get a letter in the mail that says tomorrow morning you're going to get hit by a bus, or tomorrow morning you're going to wake up and be the doctor with leukemia. Mm-hmm. These things happen in life, and we don't have a lot of warning. The other thing I want to go back to real quick before we go out to break is the is the key man. That's you know, I a lot of people probably get the partner part, but if you've got an executive in your company. That is, you know, they've been with your company a long time. They control key accounts or or they provide a key service or whatever the case may be. That is a person you can insure uh, to make sure that, that you're going to be able to continue or replace that person or move forward with your company and not lose that income stream. A little bit about that again. Yeah, exactly. The, the key person, they have uh, unique skills, uh, experience, relationships with uh, their customers. And uh, the loss of them would have a huge impact on the business. So what would happen is the money would flow into the business should that key person die, business a beneficiary, it will help them get through those challenging times because it will be challenging times. Uh, They may have to hire somebody. They may have to make all sorts of changes. And uh, the key person is they just have unique Skills. Yeah, uh, you may you may want to bring in another person, pay them more money, attract a top level person to take that slot that maybe is even more qualified than the one you had to ensure that business stays in place. Maybe there's additional travel expenses going out to see those clients, and you know maybe you've got to put on a full court press to make sure they know there's going to be a smooth transition, and you're not going to lose that account to somebody else mm-hmm. who's been sitting there waiting for the opportunity. So that's why that key man or key woman, key person, uh, insurance can make a big difference in, to you in sports teams. Sports teams do it as well. They, yes. they insure their top players. Le- LeBron James, imagine lots of, lots of revenue to the Miami Heat. Yeah, one do- a couple dollars, yes, without a doubt. <laughs> We're going to come back after break. We'll continue our current conversation with Tom Rome. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA.
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast-to-coast across the USA. Here on the HIA Radio Network, you can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you've got questions about health insurance, life insurance, any of that stuff, we are happy to answer them. Go to the website. Send me an email. Our producer, Mr. Brian Prince. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue our conversation with Tom Rome. 16 years in the business doing life insurance. He obviously knows what he's talking about. He is our in-house life insurance expert at Benefits by Design. That's my agency, and this is what we do. So here's one I always get that I find amusing. I have life insurance at work. Yeah, probably about $10,000 worth in most cases, or $20,000 worth. Highly doubtful you've got 10 to 15 times your income on your life insurance policy at work. So you ask yourself the question, how far is my family going to get on ten dollars or $15,000, Tom? Well, I always recommend people to get life insurance outside of what they have through work. Uh, a few reasons. Number one, it's never enough. Number two, it's it's not portable in most cases. Big meaning if you leave the job, you lose the policy. And you want to have life insurance that you control, that you own, that you bring with you, no matter what your situation is. And those policies, you know, uh, we have it at work and uh, with our company. And since I call them incidental policies because it's ten or fifteen or twenty thousand. I think we've got twenty thousand. It's twenty thousand dollars, but it's not enough to sustain anybody over a period of time. So it, it makes a lot more sense to have your own policy. Let's switch gears, though. This is one we get all the time. I've got health problems. I've got diabetes. I've got asthma. I've got osteoporosis. I can't get health insurance. Wrong. Wrong. You can have a myriad of health problems and still get health insurance, depending. It may be table rated differently, but there is a policy out there that we can. I insured a guy who went to Iraq as a contractor in a combat zone (laughs) through Lloyd's of London. So there's an insurance policy out there for just about anything you can think of, and it can be purchased if you want to buy it. Yes? Yes. We deal with many life insurance companies, and we know which companies to use for what what kind of health situation? This was Lloyd's of London. Yeah, and so you know they're they're table rated. Some companies are better for certain health conditions than others, and we just have been around. We know the market. We know the companies. If somebody has a health problem, we know where to go. Uh, and there's there's table ratings on insurance, usually from preferred to standard, and then they're gonna have tables. You know, table one to table eight, and most people can get life insurance. We just have to look at what company, uh, what are the options, will they be table rated, but most people are able to get some form of life insurance. Yeah, and and get something in place. If you want to get something in place, like I said, this young man, he was a computer analyst, but he was at Firebase's setting up computer analytics around Iraq, and he has seven children. Okay, and we we uh, that was one of the most challenging cases ever done. I, Lloyd's of London, we, we did through Peterson Insurance. Lloyd's of London, you know who Peterson is? They do specialty type deals. We set up a policy for a million dollars because if he got killed, he wanted to make sure his children, his wife were. T- he had life insurance policy, but he had a, this was a special life insurance policy that dealt with a combat situation. So it was completely different because a lot of life insurance policies exclude that specifically. So in this case, we had it specifically. So if that did happen, he had coverage in place. Yeah, and a lot of times we can uh, do what I call informal inquiries, and we can send some basic information to the insurance company, and they give us uh, a view of what they think, and we can kind of screen it to see how it will look. And so we have all sorts of methods to be able to, 
you know, see what we can do for our clients with people with uh, health problems. Yeah, and it's a little different, ladies and gentlemen, you know, than picking up a phone and calling some call center, uh, you know, in California or, or wherever it may be. You know, this is why I said in the other segment – Somebody to sit down with you, uh, discuss it with you, explain it to you, um, and, and then show you, you know what, you've got these health issues, maybe Banner Life, maybe Genworth, maybe Transamerica, whoever it may be. You may find that in this particular situation, you're a 50-year-old female with osteoporosis, maybe this carrier doesn't view that the same way another carrier does. And it may make a rate difference or a premium difference. Or it may make an option difference depending on what you want to do. If you want something that has a guaranteed issue whole life policy available at the end of the time, or you can convert any time, that may be part of the of the equation, yes? Yes, yes. And getting the coverage when you're young. Well, that's, it's, a, that's it's, an interesting one because a lot of young people just walk away from this and talk about that one. Yeah. it's uh, when, when you get insurance, life insurance, most young people will get it preferred, which means they're going to get the lowest rate possible. Once they get that coverage, it cannot be changed. If they develop health problems later on, they're in charge. So as I always say, your health is an asset, Tom. Correct? If you're healthy, your health is an asset. Use the asset to help lower the price that you're going to pay for the health insurance. Exactly. If you get it at age 25, you get it preferred age 35, you develop diabetes, you're in charge, not the insurance company. You, you want to be in charge of your insurance. And that also applies to having your own insurance, not having the uh, relying on the insurance to work. Be in control. You get it when you're young, health, healthy. They can't change it. Uh, I have a daughter who is uh, – 27, just got married a little bit ago. Yes, and you paid for the wedding. Yeah. I and, remember that distinctly. And uh, she developed a uh, health problem uh, about a year ago, and she is she's insurable, but she would be rated at this point. She'd be rated. So, And she's only 26 years old. Yeah, so it can, you, again, it can happen to anybody, and that's the issue. So if you're young and you're healthy, um, you buy the life insurance policy, and, and you do it now because now is the time. Exactly. And, and, and it, it's never going to get any cheaper. So you buy it. If you're young and healthy, use that as an asset. Thank you for doing this today. I think this is really helpful to our audience. Oh, well, thank you. He thank is you Tom Rome. He's our in-house expert. If you want help with life insurance, term, whole life, key man, uh, uh, in, buy, sell agreements, any of this stuff, Tom's an expert. I mean, he really is, and he can help you. Give us a call. We're happy to help you. 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224, anywhere in the country, or go to the website and send us an email, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. By the way, if you want, you know, maybe you want to tell your husband about this, or maybe you want to tell your wife, it's online. The show is posted at the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. It'll be our show. We featured Tom Rome on life insurance. If you want them to listen to it or tell someone about it, that's a great opportunity to go do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now i leave you with this thought from Albert Einstein. There are only two ways to live your life. One is though nothing is a miracle. The other is if everything is. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting here on the HIE radio network, coast to coast across the United States. Don't forget that website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. All of our shows are posted up there. If you have questions, you can send us an email, or you can call the phone number, 877-385-2224. Thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week with another edition of America's Healthcare Advocate. Goodbye, America. America. America.